Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sports Ethos NBA DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Keith Cork, and I am joined as a uh, most Tuesdays here my good friend here, Kenny Taylor. I know I missed each other last Tuesday, but uh, Kenny was supposedly available. I just uh, didn't get, do a good job messaging him. But uh, anyways, Kenny, how are you, man? Are you excited about this slate today? Um, yeah, man. Whenever I have the Clippers on the slate, I'm always <laughs> looking forward to it, especially when you have a nice little Clippers, Golden State Warriors mini rivalry matchup. Um, as far as, you know, DFS, I feel like we're going to have some good value on this slate even if no more news come out. I like it, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what you've got for that uh, Clippers game because I'm, I'm probably less versed on that game, so I'm going to follow you on that one for sure. But let's jump right into it, man. Let's go, go ahead and talk about this injury news here. We got Luka Doncic out with a thigh injury, uh, obviously still out there, so that sucks for the uh, Mavericks there. Uh, Kyrie Irving, questionable with a foot injury. Don't know what's going on with him there, but he's been out for a while here. Hopefully he plays this one, but we'll see. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. also questionable with a calf injury for the Mavericks. And Christian Wood questionable with a foot injury. The Mavericks getting hit with a injury bug pretty bad at this moment. So uh, some good value there, I would think. Uh, especially because playing the Spurs. Uh, Donovan Mitchell. Questionable with a uh, finger injury. I think he's closer to probable for this one. I think they just held him out uh, the first of a back-to-back, I believe. So uh, probably close to probable there. Jared Allen is out with an eye injury. He's been out uh, a couple games now with that injury. For the Wolves, we have Rudy Gobert questionable with an ankle injury. And we also have Nas Reed questionable with a calf injury. So is it Luka Garza time again? I don't know. We'll see what Kenny thinks about that one. Uh, on the, the uh, Rockets, we have Shingun questionable with a groin injury. On the Spurs, we have everybody out or questionable with a uh, tank reason. Uh, Keldon Johnson out with a foot injury. Uh, slash tank reason. Trey Jones out with an illness slash protecting that tank. And uh, Charles Bassey actually out with a fractured patella. That sucks for a man. Uh, thoughts out to Charles Bassey. Just fractured patella tonight. I do have some thoughts there, though. Uh, Kyle Lowry of the Heat is questionable with a knee injury. He's been out for a while, but he was playing the uh, last couple of games for the Heat. So coming off the bench, which is kind of interesting, but he is questionable for this one. Uh, Kenny, any, uh, I know you guys have good insights about back-to-backs and stuff like that. Any guys I've, I've missed or you think might be sitting here? Um, when it comes to back to backs, um, I think oof, I don't see anybody who's gonna be like an instant sit who's right. on the back to back. I think everybody else pretty should have a pretty healthy line. Um, yeah, I don't see anything else. All right, well, we will move on and we'll start talking about these games. I'm gonna jump to my favorite one here on the slate here, uh, which is going to be that Spurs game and the Mavericks. I got quite a bit of uh, thoughts on this one here. This is probably my favorite game. Well, this is my favorite game. Not probably. It is my favorite game to slate. Uh, just because so many Dallas Mavericks are going to be out, and the Spurs uh, Spurs are also going to be out as well. I think there's a lot of value to be had here. Uh, let's start on the Dallas side. Josh Green at 5,700. Honestly, Kenny, I can't recommend him enough, especially if Tim Hardaway Jr. and Kyrie are both out. 
Uh, this dude's going to be carrying a lot of that offensive workload for them. I think if Kyrie plays, I'm I'm kind of tampering my expectations a little bit here. But uh, still, I think he's a pretty safe bet as long as Luke is not playing, and we for sure know Luke is not playing here. I'm also going with Max Akleba at 3,600. If there's no Christian Wood, I think he gets probably upwards of 30, 28 to 30 minutes. Uh, he's been getting those minutes. Now, does he do a lot in those minutes? Not always. But I also feel like without uh, you know Luka Doncic, if you don't have Kyrie Irving in there, uh, if you don't have Ter- Tim Hardaway Jr. in there, who's going to take those shots? So he, he could have some more shots and more usage actually coming his way, even though he's not that great of a player. And then the last guy I'm going to add here, which may not be on everyone's radar here, but uh, Justin Holiday, 3,100. If everyone's out, we saw him a couple of games ago, Kenny. He just went off and had a pretty good game for the Mavericks. So uh, this is a guy, I mean, obviously he's a long, he was a bull for a long time, uh, several seasons. I got to see him play a lot. But he is actually a pretty skilled player, uh, pretty decent on the offensive end, being able to score. Uh, just not necessarily a, a even a starter level player. Probably not even really a bench player for most teams. But uh, but here at 3100 near near bottom pricing here, I think he makes sense with all these bodies now for for Dallas. So any thoughts on those guys? And do you have anyone to add? Um, I, I like all those guys. I I really don't know what somebody would do if they're playing a showdown for that one because that one should be a little yeah. bit nervous. You know who you're going to be um, playing with your captain. Right. But um, you know one player that I my dad to um like this is like seriously only using one type of gpp type play and that's on san antonio side i don't know if people remember him but um dominic barlow oh um from um overtime elite i really do feel like since those bodies are down Mm. he might actually get some run because i want to say there was a game a couple games ago where he had about 24 minutes and he, he was pretty productive i think he got you about 20 fantasy points during that time so yeah. if you really want to take a gpp shot for 3k and have something that would have probably 0.1 percent ownership barlow will be worth a shot if you guys hit on that i want you to go tip my man Kenny taylor on twitter you're gonna get his twitter handle later go get him get him some money because man uh, that is quite a call there. I, I don't even have him on my radar here, but uh, that is an interesting one. And I think, you know, with the Spurs down so many people, somebody on this team is going to go off. It's going to be stupid crazy. Uh, I got a couple guys here, though, uh, that aren't <laughs> Dominic Barlow, but you never know. It could be him. But I do have Devontae Graham at 5,300. I mean, no Trey Jones. Uh, I feel like he's going to be locked in for, you know, 100 shots. He did, Whenever he steps on the floor, Kenny, this man is shooting the basketball, man. He's open for the parking lot, as my guy Jason Keene likes to say. As soon as he gets out of his car in the parking lot, he's, he thinks he's open. So, uh, yeah, hopefully he hits those shots for you, and uh, he will hit value for you there. Um, Doug McDermott, 3,600. You know, I, he, all these bodies down. I mean, someone's got to shoot. Someone's got to score. He is a guy that uh, with, at Creighton, he had, you know, had everything running through him uh, with his dad coaching and everything like that, but uh, you know, he's a, a, a gifted scorer. He can score. Um, he can also put up really big duds, so not the safest pick at all. But I'm going to tell you what, Kenny. I've been practicing this. Let's see if I get this right. My favorite play on the Spurs side, here we go, is Sandro Mamukalashvili. Mamukalashvili. There we go. I think I got that right. Sandro, I hope I got that right for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's my favorite though, because uh, no Charles Bassey. Uh, he should get the uh, the bulk of the backup minutes here. He's been playing well for the Spurs, uh, you know, since he's come over. Um, you know, I don't think the Mavericks really have anybody that's intimidating me at the center position. You know, they're talking about playing Dwight Powell, Powell more. I guess Jason Kidd just had a, a quote about that, but like 
man, they, it's rough at the center position over there. And uh, if they don't have Christian Wood either, I mean, there's not a lot of big bodies there to match up with uh, with Sandro. And hey, in limited minutes, he's putting up some pretty good like per 36 numbers, man. So um, you know, if he can get 20, 25 minutes in this game, uh, I do like it here. I do think uh, you know, obviously, you can look at uh, Zach Collins at 6,500 as a, a safer option than usual because there is no Charles Bassey behind him. But uh, for me. I do like uh, Mamuk. <laughs> Call him Mamuk. Uh, what, what about you, man? Are you uh, are you into Sandro or uh, you fading uh, that guy? You know, um, I I do like that um, Sandro likes to be a little handsy on defense. Just you know, let his defenders know that he's there sometimes. But I feel like he can get you in foul trouble and get yanked pretty quickly. He can actually have some of that. Um, who was it that was pretty chalky the other night? Um, Isaiah Jackson. Oh, yeah. Uh, get yeah. you two quick fails within the first eight minutes and might um, change the slate for a couple of people. Yeah. So if I'm going with a big man who could have some upside, this is actually going to be on the opposite side. Um, mm-hmm. I, I was wrong on him the other day, but um, Barton's. I really mm-hmm. thought he was in a good spot the other day. I thought he was going to get the PT. Never really happened. Um, I think he only gave you like about 12 minutes and did. I don't, I don't even think he attempted more than three three-point attempts. He didn't connect on any. But if you really want a, another dart for a big man who can space it out and if you get a shot going, um, that's a couple three-point bonuses right there. You could probably leave with about 20 DK points for 3K. I'm always up for that in GPP. I, yeah, I like that call a lot. Um, I was uh, covering the Wizards when they signed him to that ridiculous contract, and let me tell you guys, I said that was terrible. He was having an insane season at that point, like like breaking records from three-pointers, but, like, man, watch this guy actually play. Yeah, he brought nothing else to the table, and I was like, that that's just the dumbest <laughs> dumbest contract. And, hey, you know what? I'm, pro- I'm proven right here for that one at least. So, anyways, uh, Kenny, l- let me call. Let me let you call the next game, man. What, uh, what game are you eyeing here on the slate? You know, I'm I'm actually um thought you was gonna go with this game because I yeah. actually have interest in this one. It's um Sacramento, Chicago. Ah, uh, yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah, go ahead, man. I'll let you start. You know, I really gonna be looking at two maybe three of these players in my cash game build. Um favorite player on this game is actually um Fox. Um he's coming in at what, eight Eight nine, eight, nine. Mm-hmm. and literally have a sixty point upside against this Chicago Bulls defense. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but the Bulls aren't <laughs> really known the, the Bulls aren't really known to defend point guards. Um, if this can actually stay a competitive game, I couldn't look at the spread if, if there was a spread on this game, but it's the Kings, so you know, two hundred fifty points isn't out the realm of possibilities. Um, you really should get the highest upside out of um, Fox on the slate. Then if it's stay competitive, I'm going to be running it back with one of three of um, Levine, DeRozan, Vucevic. Uh, outside of that, for my little cheat plays, I really only have two that I like. One, I always say, but I never get them right, and that's Kobe White. Is this Kobe White night? <laughs> Uh, it could be, man. I think everybody kind of gets a little boost here, whether you're playing the the Kings or the or the Bulls, because uh, you get a little bit of boost there. So I think I was actually kind of eyeing for me. I was eyeing Patrick Williams. I didn't end up putting him on my list here, but he's at 3,900. So I was like, man, I could see him putting up 22, 25, you know, DK points somewhere in there, and that's a nice little value at 3,900. But I think there's better value on the slate around in other games. So 
Uh, I, I decided not to, but I, I'm probably not going Kobe White. But man, uh, yeah, you nailed it, man. I think I think you can play any of those big dogs. Um, I think you can play some bonus also and some GPPs. And it's a it's a decent play as well. Uh, it is a rough matchup though. I will say against centers, uh, the Bulls are pretty decent against centers. I actually, yeah, I, I got Zach Levine is probably my top play here at 8600. Um, he's just getting so much of the usage for the Bulls, and it seems like for me. Uh, ever since the All-Star break to Rosen, he's been kind of playing. I don't know if it's because they added Patrick Beverly or what, but he's been playing more of a backup role, more of a, hey, you need me at the end of the shot clock. I'm going to take that shot type role. So I'm actually not rolling with him anywhere. But I do like uh, Zach Levine. I do like Vucevic. Um, I think, you know, the, the Kings are still pretty weak at guarding at the rim. Uh, I think this is going to be a, a good game. I do think the Kings are going to win. I do think my Bulls are going to lose. I'm not, I'm not like delirious. I'm not like you know, crazy uh, and uh, and such a homer that I, I think the Bulls are going to win this one. I hope they do, and it could it's possible. But I do think the Kings are uh, have a, a good advantage here. But anyways, uh, yeah. So I like Zach and uh, and Vooch uh, on that side. I think if I was going to go with the King, I'd go with uh, De'Aaron Fox for sure. Um, but yeah, I actually don't don't have anybody else in here. But I do think you can look at those guys like 4K and under. Um, you know, 40, 4,100, 4,200 and under, and uh, it gets some value there because it is going to be an elevated uh, game total. So I like that game, though. It's a good one to target. Let's talk about another one I have a lot of interest in here, and uh, that would be the Lakers and the Houston Rockets. And I think most of my, uh, you know, interest here is on the Rockets side. With uh, Let's just talk about Jamari Smith Jr. and what he's been doing for the last week or so. Man, this guy's been on an absolute tear. He's 6,800. I, I admit, I'm, I'm pausing a little bit here, Kenny, and I'm, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on him because, you know, you look at who he played. He played Chicago and Indiana and Boston. He had a good game against Boston as well, so that's impressive. But but Chicago and Indiana, you know, both those teams are known to be just kind of like, you know, they, they, they have lapses and they have bad games. So I'm not too impressed with that the recent tear here uh, by Jabari Smith Jr., but at the same time, it's hard for me to ignore it. And – the Lakers are a better defensive team than they had at Jared Vanderbilt. But I still don't think they're a very good defensive team. I think they're fine. I think they're about average. So I still think Jabari Smith Jr. at 6,800 has got to be on my list here. He's not like a top play for me, but I think he's someone that's definitely in my pool. And then I'm going to throw out there also on the uh, Rockets here. If there's no Alperin Shingun, you can definitely go with some Uzman Garuba at 3,200. Uh, I know Mo Bamba just suffered a basically season-ending uh, injury. Not that long ago. So he won't be in there. They're going to have Anthony Davis playing the center. He does not like to bang. So, you know, there's, there's a bit of an opening there down at that center power forward position for someone that grabs boards and, and scores in that way, scores at the rim. So I do like me some Uzman Garuba also at 3,200. But those are the two Rockets I got on my list. Uh, let me have you talk about the Rockets, man. Uh, man, before I jump in the Rockets, I forgot to mention two Kings players I actually um, have interest in for – uh, one for cash, letter for GPP. Mm-hmm. Trey Lyles for cash, mm-hmm. and Edwards, Kelsey Edwards for um, GPP. Mm-hmm. Going into the Rockets, my interest Garuba, I, I do like it since um, Davis is going to be out this game, and Singud also might be out this game. But I actually have interest in um, Jashan Tate. I really did like the role that he actually have on this team now because i feel like everybody on this team ever since they ended up with this oh we actually trying to play some basketball mm-hmm. um everybody has like a 20 percent usage rate on this team who's not name green mm-hmm. um so i feel like if you can get green off the floor have a little porter 
Martin, um, Smith, Tate, lineups like that, um, they're valuable. Um, I would only play one or two of them. More of a cash game play because I feel like they will be chalky. So I actually don't have too much interest on the Houston side. When it comes to the Lakers, I am actually um, not going to have any interest in uh, Russell mm-hmm. on GPPs. I probably have to play him in cash. But um, Dennis, Dennis Schroeder, um, that's actually my favorite play on the Lakers slide. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've got I'm, I'm pretty pretty boring here. I've got Anthony Davis at ten seven. I mean, I think feel like there's still some some meat in the bone there. I wouldn't say I'm like overjoyed to play him, but yeah, Davis uh, is out, man. Oh, he's out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. I didn't see that. All right, I'll have to go ahead and adjust then. Um, okay, interesting to to note. I don't I don't see that on uh, DraftKings. At least uh, maybe I have to refresh my page. But um, oh, he is out. Yep, I just opened his thing and it says he's out. <laughs> well, in that case, yeah, definitely some Devin Schroeder would be interesting. And I uh, probably shouldn't talk about the Lakers since I didn't have it right. So uh, good calls there, Kenny. And I'm gonna just shut my mouth and not talk about it because uh, yeah, Nathan Davis obviously changes things drastically. Um, I guess I would probably. I'd have to think a little bit about Jared Vanderbilt there in that case. What about you, man? Is that what do you think about Jared Vanderbilt? Honestly, I was um thinking um Wayne Gabriel mm. or um yeah. Archimara. Um I do feel like you're gonna have a lot of Vanderbilt, but he really just gonna get you rebounds, maybe a couple steals, but again, there's always the potential for him to fell out. And he might only give you three field goal attempts in a 30-minute spot. So I'm looking up for a little bit more of an upside for my GPP. So Wayne Gabriel, he's going to give you a few more putbacks. Roy Hachimara, he's just basically just going to get you points, won't rebound. But if Davis is off the floor, he could probably get about four or five just to fall for him. Yeah, I was looking at these Lakers prices, and I was like, these are kind of elevated a little bit for me, so I didn't like them a lot. But, but yeah, now, now that I see that uh, Anthony Davis is out, that changes things quite a bit, so I'll have to reevaluate there. But, hey, you know, it's a good point to mention this. If you guys have a DFS pass, get in there in that Discord. I will be talking about it most likely. I'll be letting you guys know what my thoughts are there. Um, it's at sportsethos.com. Go sign up. Four ninety in a month. You get access to that Discord. You get access to all of us. You can ask us questions, pepper us questions. We're happy to answer you and uh, help you win some money, hopefully. So DFS pass on sportsethos.com. Go get it. Uh, all right, Kenny. So what are the game you eye in here, man? Um, you know, we got a few more. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, I, honestly, um, you know, let, let's just get into it. Go to save versus Los Angeles. <laughs> there you go. Um, That's what I was looking for. I was trying to get that out of you, man. Go for it. <laughs> um, when it comes to the players I have interest in, there's going to be four. I'm going to be targeted from this game. Um, of course, the spins ups are going to be there in um, Curry and Kawhi. But what I'm looking for is more of the 5,000 plays. And I really do like Mason Plumley in this spot since Zubak has a history of not performing at all. And sometimes not even being on the floor when playing the Warriors. So when it comes to PRA, if I can get a PRA of maybe... 20, um, 19.5 for Zubak. I really will just be playing the under on that. And also Eric Gordon. I really do feel like 
Lou will probably play him a little bit more this game than he normally would since his minutes kind of been fluctuated from like he's going to get 33 one game, 26 the next game. But typically in these Western Conference matchups, um, Lou been giving um, Gordon about 30 minutes in those type of games. So I will have interest in him for that. And on the Warrior side, the little cheapy that I will have interest in, more of a GPP play. Actually, might actually have him the cast, but that's going to be Jermichael Green. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I like Jermichael Green a whole lot. 3,700, only center center eligible. That's the problem. But that's not a problem anymore because I had Anthony Davis, who's also only center eligible. So I can instantly pop uh, Anthony Davis out of there, stick Jermichael Green, and then uh, – Go upgrade somebody considerably because that's a lot of savings there. Uh, but yeah, 3700 for Jermichael Green. That's the one guy I'm really eyeing in this matchup here. Uh, but I was curious to see what you thought there. And I do think you have some good calls there, Kenny. So I'm going to have to eye those guys a little bit more and see if I can fit them into my lineups here. Uh, but yeah. Uh, let's talk about the Memphis Grizzlies and the Miami Heat. Um, obviously, you know, real big bummer for uh, for the Memphis Grizzlies fans there. No job Morant for the foreseeable future. We're not sure what's going on there. Going to enter counseling. Uh, could be out the rest of the season. We, we just don't know. Um, but, you know, obviously other guys got to step up in his absence here. So I'm curious to see what your thoughts are there, Kenny. But for me, uh, I'll just mention one here. I've got two guys on my list, but let me mention one here. Uh, and that's Dylan Brooks at 5,300. He's a, a chucker supreme. He's going to chuck up shots. Whether or not he connects on those shots is uh, is just a question mark from night to night. We just don't know. And Miami is a tough matchup. Like, I'm not going to, like, don't get me wrong there. But I, I really do feel like for this kind of game environment where it's going to be Miami grinded out type defense, you know, a chucker might just be what you need because he might he's just not afraid to take those shots. And if he does start hitting those, uh, he's got a really high upside there. So I think he scored like 30, 32, 34 points. Uh, or something like that in the last game there. Um, and, you know, it wasn't all points. There's there's steals, um, rebounds, things like that. So, you know, I think he's a decent play here. But uh, talk to me, man. Memphis, Miami, you got anybody in this game? Um, I mean, when it comes to this game, I really do feel like um, two players kind of actually stick out to me since uh, both of them are 3K, and that's uh, Luke Kennard mm-hmm. and uh, Korsher. Uh, both of them have been playing about 20-plus minutes. I know they wasn't giving the production, but if you can get any player giving you 20-plus minutes for 3K, that's not named Tony Snell. It's always worth taking a look <laughs> at in GPPs, especially when both of these players are good to above-average three-point shooters. I like it. Yeah, the Tony Snell game, uh, 0 on like 20 minutes or 30 minutes, whatever it was. That's, uh, hopefully that doesn't happen. But, yeah, I, I like that call. Um, I'm gonna add, The other guy I got here from Memphis is Santi Aldama, 4,100, actually, so a little bit more expensive than those 3K guys. Um, but getting minutes in the low 20s, he's going to be slept on. He's not going to be highly owned, I can guarantee you that, especially against the Miami Heat. So this is definitely a GPP play. But I feel like he can get you 20 to 25 DK points, and, you know, that's sneaky value. Um as you've been saying, there's a lot of value elsewhere on the slate, so I don't know if it's necessarily the best play overall on the slate. But if you wanted to have somebody to play in this, on this game, that's another guy I'd be looking at as well. So, uh, no one on Miami for you? Um, when it comes to Miami, a player that I might have some light interest in in GPPs would be um, Kevin Love. Again, he's been given about 20 minutes. In each of these games, he's only going to cost you 4K. But like you said, there's a lot of other values 
no need to really look there. And um, around the same price tag, Oladipo is also worth a look as well. Yeah, yeah, I hit big on Oladipo the other night. He um, he only played like 21 minutes or something like that the night before. It was a back-to-back. I was like, this dude's going to play like 30 minutes. And he, of course he did. Uh, didn't shoot the ball well. If he would have, I would have won a lot more money. But uh, he still had a pretty decent game. All right. I think the – let's see. We've talked about every game, I think, except for Boston-Miami – or Boston-Minnesota. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong there, Kenny, but Boston and Minnesota, the Celtics and, and the Wolves. Um, should be an interesting game. I think the Celtics make pretty pretty easy work of the Wolves, especially since they have Gobert questionable and Nas Reed questionable. We'll see if those guys play. Um, but anyways, talk to me. Uh, let me have you just start us off here. Talk to me about this game, man. You, you targeting anybody specifically here? Uh, honestly, I don't really have any interest in this game other than maybe a GPP spend-up on um, – Tatum or Brown. Um, Anderson, I feel like he's going to be a little chalky, especially for a 7K price tag. Don't want to go there since I feel like I could do a lot more better with the Stars and Scrubs. Um, Yeah, I I don't have too much interest in this game, but one game that you skipped had an MVP I actually had some interest in. Okay, talk to me about it, man. Um... Philly Cleveland, Joel Embiid, um, 11-4, going up against Cleveland. Honestly, we may or may not have Jared Allen. And if you have Mobley on Embiid, uh, I mean, as much as I love Mobley as a player, I I really do feel like this is a 60-spot plus for Embiid if this is a competitive game. So I'm definitely going to have a – a lot of salaries, which is why you heard me throwing out a whole bunch of 3K players in order to plug him in and um, another star from the little Clippers Warriors game or like some it, of the um, Chicago pieces. Uh, going back to that Boston Minnesota game, I actually, you said the uh, two GPP spin ups you like are the Tatum and, and Brown. I actually like uh, Anthony Edwards as a spin up of a GPP play at 9,400. Um, yeah, I've mentioned before all season, every time Gobert is out, it opens up the lane even more for him. I think I think the Gobert, or I'm sorry, I think the Anthony Towns, Anthony Towns and uh, Anthony Edwards pairing is just a, a bad one. I do I don't think uh, I think Anthony Edwards needs that wide open lane there, and uh, if Gobert's out, it also helps him with that. So uh, I do like Anthony Edwards here at 9400 against the Boston Celtics squad. It's going to be very low owned. That's another reason I like it because anyone, anytime people see the Celtics on a DFS slate, they're like, no, I'm not playing anyone against them. They're a good defense, which is true. And usually that's the case, but hey, it's basketball. There's variance, and uh, you never really know for sure. So uh, that's why I'm going with Anthony Edwards there. Uh, on the Boston side, if we are scripting this as more of a blowout in, in favor of Boston, then I'm taking Malcolm Brogdon at 5800. I think he still gets safe, you know, minutes here in the mid mid 20s to high 20s. And it's the Minnesota Timberwolves. I love targeting them on DFS slates. Uh, it's a fast-paced game, and I think he can get up there, up and down the floor there, and get some easy buckets. Uh, to really hit, you know, he's been hitting 30 to 35 DK points pretty pretty regularly. I'd say like 60% of the time. So, you know, you're hoping for one of those games here at 5,800. That's a, a pretty good get there. So uh, any other guys that we didn't talk about or, or angles we didn't talk about, Kenny, before we move on to Thrive Plays? Um, I mean, if Mitchell is supposed to be out, I feel like Garland would be worth looking at your cash game lineups for seven sets. Mm. Um, outside of that, I felt like we touched on everything. All right, perfect, man. Uh, let's move on to Thrive Fantasy. If you guys aren't on Thrive Fantasy, go to thrivefantasy.com and use promo code ETHOS to sign up. You will get your first deposit match bonus, deposit, mo- uh, deposit matched 
up to 250 bucks and you're gonna go win some money here um i've got two plays here on thrive uh kenny how many do you have man um i believe i have three okay perfect so i'll let you start man what, what you got all right. Um, first one is actually going to be um, somebody I just mentioned earlier is um, Joel Embiid over 11.5 total rebounds against the Cavs. Yeah, that's a good one, man. I like that. And I like that call. You know, if they got Evan Mobley on him, that's going to be a difficult matchup for him for sure. Uh, I've got D'Angelo Russell. I've got under 23.5 points. That's 80 points against Houston. Uh, it is Houston Rockets. D'Lo's been playing pretty well for the Lakers, but, man, I just feel a stinker coming on for D'Lo. And I hate to say that because I do like D'Angelo Russell in general as a player. I think he's a fun guy to watch. But, uh, yeah, 23.5, I think he's going to end under that, uh, especially if this ends up being a blowout in favor of the Lakers, which it could very well be. Um, you know, maybe he doesn't play the fourth quarter. It's going to be tough for him to get to that 24 points. So I got the under there on D'Lo. What, what else you got, man? Uh, I got um, the over 30.5 total points and assists for De'Aaron Fox. Mm-hmm. Again, it's the Chicago Bulls defense that you are familiar with, mm-hmm. and I really do feel like this is something he can actually eclipse with just points alone this game. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, and I've got Mike Con- – there's a couple unders for me. It's just kind of interesting here. We've got Mike Conley under 5.5 assists, and that's 100 points, and that's against the Boston Celtics. I really feel like Boston's just going to run the, the Jazz out – or I'm sorry, the Timberwolves out of the gym. And uh, I just don't think it's going to be a competition here. I'm hoping if, if – I think the one condition to keep the Wolves in the game is that Anthony Edwards absolutely goes off. So that's why I like him as a GPP candidate, a GPP play. Uh, but I just don't think there's a good chance that happens. I think it's a, it's an under 50% chance that happens. So um, I do think Boston runs the table here. Conley probably get, take, takes an early seat and uh, probably ends up with like three or four assists. What else you got, man? And the final one I got, kind of mentioned it earlier, but um, Zubak under 7.5 total rebounds. Again, I really don't think he's going to see his full am- amount of minutes this game. He's still probably going to get you about 18 to 22 minutes, but I really do feel like Plumley will be the better position big man in this matchup. I like it, man. Let's uh, Let's go with it, man. But hey. If you guys like what we're talking about, go follow us on Twitter. I am Keith Cork. You can find me on Twitter at, at BSVP Keith. And Kenny, where can people find you, man? Yeah, man. People can find me at Twitter at OrangeDFS. I'm always talking about all levels of basketball from NBA to Euro to um, NBL, women's college basketball, man college basketball. I'm always talking about ball. Yeah, man. All those smaller markets, you can make some real money there. So follow my man, Kenny. Uh, make sure you guys do that and definitely go listen to the pod, uh, all the episodes. Give us a review, like, subscribe wherever you are. Thank you guys for making this a pretty successful season for us since we're restarting everything here. But uh, until next time, go get that money. <laughs> <laughs>